Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Inside the Overflow, the podcast with your host, Alicia Best. Alicia believes we all have the potential for greatness, but we choose to walk in it or not. With our greatness, we have the ability to change the world. Her goal is to inspire, empower, and motivate you in each episode. You can find her and her special guest here every Saturday on Blog Talk Radio. You are now inside the overflow. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you guys? Big question, what are you doing this week to find your greatness? I am your host, Alicia Best. I'm the host of Inside the Overflow. I do want to make sure that you know you can always reach out to us on Instagram at Inside the Overflow as well as the website, www.insidetheoverflow.com. I have another another awesome show for you today. I do have a special guest coming in for our Mindset Moment. Her name is Ms. Tanya Hark. She'll be taking over the Mindset Moment at the end of the show. But for now, let's get into this thing. Um, the first thing I want to go over, and this has been on my mind for like a couple of days because I've been having a lot of like outside questions about religion and things like that, and I've seen I've seen some things um, in the mainstream media about religion that have taken me uh, back a little bit. That you know I feel like has totally crossed the line. But instead of you know being the negative one, as I see most people doing, I just want to remind uh, everyone that Mark twelve thirty one says the second is this. Love thy neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Love your neighbor as yourself. I am completely aware that this may be hard for some people to understand how to love others more than, you know, love your love your neighbor as much as you love yourself. Um, we live in a society that, you know, it's all about me. I'm number one. Like, I got it, you know, and you don't understand that magnitude of what loving your neighbor is, and I just want to make sure that I'm clear that this also means to respect. Love, signs of love are respect. Respect is a sign of love to me, and to make sure that, you know, we're loving each other, and if you wouldn't do it to yourself, don't do it to anyone else, or if you wouldn't want it done to you, you know, don't do it to anyone else. I see so many things in the media that are making me question if we even understand what love is, and I'm not saying love like relationships you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, I mean just love and respect for the fact that the person is a human being and you are as well. Yeah. Respect for that. Um, At this point in society, we can agree to disagree on a lot of things, and that's okay. If, If God wanted us all to be the same, I do believe he has the power and the ability to make us all the same. But in that, he made us different. So we would have to love each other as we love ourselves, accept our differences, even though we may not understand them. Not asking for perfection. Just that sign of respect. Uh, So look, it's summer break. Everybody is out of school, so I hope you guys are having fun. We got a lot of college uh, students who, well, high school graduates who are getting ready for college, getting ready for the military, getting ready for a number of things this summer so that when school starts, they can get back into the habit and the game of work. 
Also, happy Father's Day. Father's Day is tomorrow uh, to all the dads and, and those uh, dads of the world. Thank you so much for the things you do in the lives of others and in the lives of your children, uh, those that donate their time, you're out in the community, you know, you're dropping off at practice, you're picking up, you're cooking, you're taking care of them. So we thank you for that. We thank you for um, being such great examples of fathers um, for our lives and for the daughters and sons we have in the world. So my topic today is So Woke, You Are Sleep. So I completely understand that uh, most of the time we got a lot of things that we can listen to online and um, we have a lot of videos of people who can speak their opinions, right? And that's always great. You know, everybody has an opinion. I'm all for it. I have one. I got a whole show designed on my opinion. But I've noticed that some of us take so much of it to heart that we lose focus on the things that we know are true. And most of the time that's what is designed for it's a distraction. A lot of things are distractions, and we have to remember going through life that in the life we live, we're going to have a number of distractions. It's going to be uh, our job to equip ourselves to know the difference in a distraction and know the difference in what exactly you're supposed to be looking for. Now, I am an uh, avid reader. I read everything I read all the time. I have an overwhelming amount of books on my phone. I have a Kindle account. I have my Google Playbook account. I have the Audible account. Um, I, You know, I have multiple books in each category. I read all kinds of books. Um, but this week I've had the uh, goal and mindset of reading a few books, and one book in particular, the first one I'm going to talk about today, uh, the first book I was reading was uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. Now, I don't know if any of you have actually read The Richest Man in Babylon, but this was the first time. I cannot remember. I've been trying to figure out how it came about. It's by um, George S. Clayson. Uh, the book has been out a long time. I think I was just scrolling through, and I saw the book, and the ratings on the book were so good and then um, I listened to someone's interview, and they brought it up. And to me, that's like confirmation, you know, in here two or three times. And it's like, okay, let me add this to my book list. Now, the funny part about it was I was going to purchase the book on my phone, but I've learned now before I purchase any book to go to YouTube to make sure that the book is not already there uh, before I pay for it. Um, so I Googled it uh, on YouTube to see if the book was there. Now, not just before I pay for it, but also because I drive like an hour to work and an hour home, and I need to have it where I can hear it in the car. And usually if I read it, if I listen to it on YouTube and it's that good, I end up purchasing the book anyways because I'm one of those people that I like to see it in hand and I like to highlight everything. Even with Audible books, I've purchased the Audible book uh, listen to it, and then go purchase the book. So I don't know if anyone else has that bad habit of purchasing the book and then going back, purchasing the same book twice because you want it in audio and you want it in print. But I do that. So I get it. And if it's that good, which this one was, so it's on the order to purchase in print, I want to go back and highlight things I heard that, you know, inspire me or things I need to go back and listen to. So the Richest Man in Babylon is a book about money and financial management, but the author of the book is telling you the story in parables. 
So I'm a fan of parables. Uh, that's one of the things about the Bible. I continue to read and go back and read the parables because those things make me better understand the conversation of what's going on when you give me, like, real-world examples or give me people in the place of the story to kind of act it out and replay everything. And so the richest man in Babylon uh, was awesome. I have to tell you, that book, I have been caught up in this book. I got it online and listened to it. I think it was supposed to take about two hours, and it was supposed to take a few hours, right? And I was thinking, okay, I'll listen to it like 30 minutes home, 30 minutes to work. You know, this will be my book for the week, for five days. Wrong. I read that book in two days, and I replayed it a few times because I would go back like, did I hear that correctly? And it was just this, this thing of the breakdown and understanding they gave of money that I had not heard before. And this is important because if you are someone who grew up in a background like I grew up, money was never a conversation that was had on, like, this is how you manage your money and pay. Now, you knew that you were supposed to pay the bills and they were supposed to be paid on time. Clearly, that that was the stuff. But at no point did anybody tell me that 10% of my money should go to me anyway. Nope. Never never brought up, never understood. And then I know some of you are going to be like, well, what, are, what does that mean? What are you talking about? I just advise that you go get the book. But it has these amazing examples of how to use the money and then why use the money the way that you should do. A um, great example, like 70% of it should be to live off of. Now, being that I've not always worked in the career that I currently work in, I must say that I am in a better position now than I was previously. The difference, though, is with this book and different things that I've been reading about, found that I have new ideas and new things to get my mind on how to actually apply what I'm learning, and actually do something about it. Because knowledge is nothing if you're not applying it. And the potential is in, is nothing without applying it. So you can have all the potential in the world, but if you're not activating it and moving and working, then it's basically pointless. So with this book and the different things I've learned in this book, and I will keep everybody posted on what what's going on with that. With this book and the things I'm learning in the book, I'm finding that there are better ways to manage my money. And with those better ways to manage my money, I am hoping, hoping to see a change. So, you know, just be on the lookout for that. I will be making sure that I post uh, as much information as I can about it. I'm going to make sure that, you know, as things, as the weeks go on, that I go ahead and let you guys know how that's going because that's, that's going to be a big change. I feel it's going to be a big change because I've gained some knowledge I didn't have before that makes sense to me. That That's the, the why I think it's going to be a big change. I did not have this knowledge before, and it's making sense to me. I think I'm at a different place in life because sometimes you read a book before you get one understanding, you go back and read it again, you get a better understanding, and it's a completely different understanding because you're at a different place in your life. Uh, and my second book, that I'm reading, and I have actually read this book twice. Now, the first time I read it, I didn't apply anything. I just read the book. And then recently I was watching an interview with Jay Prince, 
and you guys can Google him. Um, he was the owner and founder of Rap-A-Lot Records. But I was watching the interview of Jay Prince, and in the interview they asked him a question, and he was like, yeah, and I read Think and Grow Rich. And I had already read Think and Grow Rich before, but I was at a different space in my life. And I was like, man, hey, this week, let me add that to my list because the first book I actually read too fast. So I wanted to make sure I had another backup book for that hour trip. And now I don't know if you commute back and forth to work, but replacing that time with books and trainings and motivational YouTube videos and motivational uh, speeches and inspirational speeches, uh, um, people teaching and preaching the word, replacing that hour, you you would be surprised how much information and how much knowledge you can gain and better understand and clarity you can get in that one trip. But um, And that's just a side note for you there. But for our amazing Think and Grow Rich. So Think and Grow Rich has been around for a long time. And regardless of how you feel about the book, you have to know that the book has been here for a long time, and people have continued to use the book and apply the things in the book. And I found some positive responses to the book, and I found some negative responses to the book. But I also understand that when you have something that's powerful on hand, you're going to have both because you're going to have those people who don't apply things and feel like, oh, it's just trash, it's not going to work for me, da 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 but they're not trying. And then you're going to have some people that's going to go 100% full force, apply everything in the book. So before I pick up another book, the tools I learned in The Richest Man in Babylon and the tools I learned in Think and Grow Rich, I am on a mission to apply. I am not just going to read these books. I am making this personal announcement that I am going to apply what I read. And for the next few shows, um, in my when I introduce myself and I get on the show, I'm going to make sure that I give you an update on how that's going. I just want to see what happens. And there's no harm in, you know, seeing what happens and trying and, and applying those things instead of just reading them. I, I don't know about anybody else, but I have, I've read so many books that oftentimes I can just read and not apply, and that's a problem. I'm reading to change. I'm reading to apply action. I'm reading them to grow. That cannot be done if I'm reading and I don't apply any of the things that they say to apply. And, you know, that's that's just it. And plus, I need to get my mind off of some things. I recently got some medical news that had me kind of out of pocket, you know, but I trust God and I trust his, his purpose and will. But in that um, information, I was like, okay, you're going to have to find something to get your mind off of the negative and growth. And, you know, oftentimes we can allow the negative or allow news or allow things going on in our family or allow people to penetrate that space and try to, you know, gain more access to interrupt than you would normally give something negative to interrupt. And so my focus has been, okay, take these things you've learned apply them, and see what happens. You know, take what you've learned, apply them, and see what happens. And and that's going to be awesome because this is, that Richard Man of Babylon is it, y'all. Like, I'm trying to tell you, like, I wish y'all could just, like, really read it and go through and 
dissect everything word for word. And even if you look online, just so you know, for both books, I advise you not to do this till after you read it. But you can go online and find, like, different summaries. You can find different summaries on the book, and it breaks down the main points. But I don't advise doing that to after you actually read the book because the summaries may not make any sense to you if you have not already read the book and can't put, like, oh, this is why that, that's that, or, okay, I get why they're saying do that, or, okay, now I understand it. You have to understand it on a level of I've read it, so now I can apply it uh, to the to the book, uh, to my life. You want to apply what you've learned from the book to your life, and you can't do that. And, and it goes over everything, like on your own home, compound interest, um, how to break down your money, uh, when you get paid, your income, and, you know, how to help your income grow. And then it gives you these amazing stories on how to do that. So it's like this whole great, great thing that, um, you know, I would advise anyone who's looking to see a dramatic shift in your uh, life to look into. If you're, if you're looking for, you know, a big shift in your life, I think that's something you should look into and be able to apply that to your life is also absolutely amazing. So, you know, it is that great time uh, of the day for our mindset moment. Uh, I do believe our guests may be having some technical issues. Um, So what we're going to do here is I am going to provide you with your mindset moment for today. I'm super excited about that. I always, you know, try to give our guests time to, you know, be able to do the mindset moment. But I am here to give you our mindset moment for today. All right. So this is the thing. We are all birthed for greatness. But that greatness is on the inside of us as the same as the flower is inside the seed, as the same as the tree is inside the seed. Our ability to grow in our greatness will require us to water the plant. It would require us to prune it. It would require us to, you know, grow in our abilities. And we're going to have to weather the storm to be able to grow. With that, there are some things for our greatness that we can do to pour into ourselves. Um, With pouring into ourselves, we can read. We can find books and things that we enjoy to inspire ourselves. I went over some of those today, but, you know, we can apply reading. We can find some books that we enjoy. We can find videos. We can listen to motivational videos. We can listen to people like E.T., the hip-hop preacher, or Les Brown, or... um, Jim Ron, we can listen to many people on our audio instead of listening to things that are not pouring into us. We can, we can listen to music. We can find songs that motivate us, songs that get us hyped up, songs that inspire us. We can change our surroundings, meaning we can remove people who are not here to help us, people who are not here to help us grow, people who are not there to see us get to the next level. All of these are things that we can do to inspire greatness in our lives and to become what God is that, you know, that it is he wants us to become. And the top thing that we can do is go to the source. We can go through meditation. We can go through prayer. We can read our Bibles. We can read devotionals. 
And if any time you're lost on what your greatness is and you're trying to find your greatness, I would just advise start with the source. Those difficult questions you want to ask, the questions you don't have the answers to, the questions and things you don't understand, go to the source. He is not a man that he should lie. I want to thank you so, so, so much for joining me today on Inside the Overflow. Uh, You know, if you take a moment out of your day to listen to the show at any time, I really appreciate it, even if you're not hearing it when it's recorded live, if you're checking in with us later, if you download it, if you shared it. I wish you so many blessings in your life and your business. If you have ultimate, you know, different questions, don't forget, like I said, to hit us up on Instagram at InsideTheOverflow.com. Also make sure to email us. Uh, that email is info at InsideTheOverflow.com. And if you have any questions or topics, hey, if you want to be a guest on the show, please don't hesitate. We're here for you. Love you guys and have a great, great evening. And happy Saturday and happy Father's Day. Thank you for listening to Inside the Overflow, the podcast. Also, thank you to our guest this week. You can follow Inside the Overflow on Instagram and Twitter. Please make sure to subscribe and follow for updates. Thanks again for listening. Join us next week right here Inside the Overflow.